short-term parking podcast and I'm Jack Prebeck. Well, we've reached the halfway mark, halfway through 2020. Half time. Doesn't feel like time to celebrate, but uh, it is a couple of days before Independence Day when we traditionally celebrate our independence it's been a strange year this this far thus far strangest i can recall so much information so much pent-up frustration at this point and i don't know that we're really going to clearly appreciate how different and weird this year is compared to others. I don't know that we're going to be able to appreciate that until we can look at it in hindsight. And we're only halfway through with the election process looming in the second half. Looming and lurking. The other day... My son and I, I have a six-year-old son. Those of you that are keeping score will do the math and put it together that I am a geezer dad. My son was born when I was 49 years old. And we homeschool him as well. These two bits of information are somewhat relevant to what I'm going to talk about here. So the other day, we both wanted to uh, get away from the house, do something a little different, get outside, get some fresh air, maybe get some exercise. We packed a picnic lunch, an old-fashioned picnic lunch. We made some sandwiches, got some chips, and a couple of fruit roll-ups, and we filled up two bottles of water, and we went to a playground, one of the two playgrounds that we have here in our small town. And the one that we went to, uh, we recently noticed that they had taken the yellow police tape down and removed the concrete barriers to get into the place. And we had been there one other time about a week before. So we uh, went and found a picnic table. There were uh, a few other people in the park. Not many. And we had ourselves a little picnic. And then my son got on the swings and I pushed him on the swings and... uh, Young mother came over. She had a young daughter and a boy, both younger than my son. And we talked for a bit. And then after we got off the swings, we uh, went over to the area where they have the 
what they used to call a jungle gym, but now it's a a fancier operation. It has a bunch of slides and places to climb, and they've got a padded uh, area around it to uh, protect from injury. And there was a, a boy over there that was, I think he was a he was a little taller than my son, who was tall for his age. So he was he was probably a year older, maybe a little more. And another boy that was younger. And as I mentioned, my son is homeschooled. So even before this lockdown process started, he wasn't having as much interaction with uh, other kids in a playground situation as a, a normal kid would because he's not going to public school. So he ran into these two boys and you could tell these other kids had been craving this kind of interaction as well. They wanted to play with uh, boys their own age, their own size, and just run around and be goofy as kids do. Their uh, parent or guardian was sitting in the car in a parking lot giving these boys some freedom and I was trying to not be a helicopter dad so I kind of moved myself over to one of the shelters and made a spectator sport out of it and these boys went at it hard. They were running and jumping and climbing and sweating and hooting and hollering and laughing. And for a moment, it seemed kind of normal again. Kind of nice. A hot summer day with kids playing hard outside. And then we had to make our leave. And the next day, which was yesterday... I think we uh, were wishing to sort of uh, have something like that again. We had a taste of the normalcy and we were chasing that dragon. So we went over to the other park in our small town, the larger park, and we got there and it was a little strange because they've got a basketball court and it was locked shut and they've got two playground areas with playground equipment that one of them they actually built a brand new chain link fence around and padlocked and the other one has the yellow police tape around it. But yet, that's where the municipal pool is. The pool was open. The pool was open, but any of the free stuff for kids to enjoy was locked up, wired shut. As my wife pointed out to me later, they make revenue from the pool and they have to upkeep the other areas. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. We didn't have uh, pool stuff with us, so they have a little walking trail 
which is about a mile. A lap around it is about a mile. And we decided just to walk around this trail and get some fresh air. And while we were on the trail, I said to my son, you know, I have an idea. Why don't we run by Hardee's and get a couple burgers and head back up to the other park where we were yesterday and have another little picnic lunch. Maybe see if there are some other kids around who want to play. And he thought that was a fantastic idea. We got back to the car, put the key in the ignition, and heard that awful clicking sound. The battery was dead as a mackerel. I'm sort of an old school curmudgeon. It took a long time to convince me for people to convince me to even carry a cell phone with me. But I did have my cell phone. And I had $15 in cash. And my wallet in the car. And I have to tell you that it crossed my mind that if my son had not been with me, I would have... uh, done this like we used to do in the old days. I would have taken the $15 and walked to the nearest restaurant, gas station, tavern, whatever, and ask around to see if anybody could uh, come over and give me a jump start. That's what we used to do. I can't tell you how many times somebody has helped me out with a set of jumper cables, and I can't tell you how many times I have returned that same sort of favor in kind it used to be commonplace and usually if uh, someone helped get your car started you'd say something along the lines of hey uh let me pay you for your time here take this uh take this five dollars ten dollars whatever if you had the means if you didn't you'd say something like well gosh i wish i uh had some money on me, I'd sure like to give you something for your time. And usually the person that had helped you out would say, oh, no, no need, no need for that. We're just helping each other. Or they would sometimes take it if they were in need of some money. Either way was not frowned upon. Either response, you would accept it and move along. But that's the old way of thinking, old way of doing things. We have technology now. You don't have to rely upon strangers. And those strangers do not have to assume any liability from their act of kindness. They don't have to worry about doing harm to your vehicle or creating some disaster by pulling out a pair of jumper cables. And so, we have presumably good car insurance through the Allstate Company. And we also have a roadside assistance plan. That is an extra fee, a nominal fee, monthly, on top of the regular insurance fee. But it protects you 
if you are stranded somewhere. I believe they even call it the stranded motorist program, maybe something along those lines. So I opened my wallet and I had three different cards, all with the same information on it, with the phone number to call and my membership number. So I called and there was a pre-recorded message that said something along the lines of due to the COVID-19 crisis, they were shorthanded and it would probably be a long time before somebody could actually talk to me person to person and they directed me to a website and said that they would be sending me a text message to the same phone I was calling on. So I got the text message which contained a link and I clicked on it and there was a place to enter my name and my membership number and I put the information into the system and promptly a message came up on the screen saying that I had not opted in for benefits yet, but I could proceed using their service only having to pay the full price, the full fee, which was $150 for a tow and $80 to have someone come and give me a jump start. So I was being told that I did not have the roadside assistance. And yet there in my wallet, I had three different cards saying that I did. And it turns out that there was some type of a mix up a snafu don't know on whose part but we had been paying that monthly fee through a direct withdrawal and something happened where the withdrawal did not get done and our service got canceled which left me in a bit of a situation because I did not have a debit card or a credit card with me just $15 in cash and I will point out that I did not even have my multi-tool that I usually carry with me and no tools, as a matter of fact. Which is relevant because, you know, uh, sometimes you can just uh, tweak the connection at the battery terminal a little bit and uh, maybe get the thing to fire up. Anyway, I lifted the hood and the connections were all tight and I couldn't. I couldn't even move them with my bare hands. So I had the hood up and got back in the car. And now my son, he's in the back seat in his car seat. And he is starting to finally realize the scope of the situation. And it's one that he was unfamiliar with. We were stranded alone with no way to get home. And he got to, he started to get a little nervous. I could sense that. And he asked me, are, are we just going to sit here with the hood open? And I said, well, yeah, for, for right now we are until I can figure something else out. I sent a text message to my wife and let her know what was going on and was just really uh, preparing to kill a little time. I didn't really have a solution. Sitting there with the hood open. And then a Parks and Recreation guy drove up in uh, the Parks and Rec pickup truck. And I got out of my car 
And he rolled down his window and asked me what was going on. And I said, well, the battery's dead. And he said, well, maybe we can uh, jumpstart it. And he got out of the truck. While he was uh, getting the jumper cables, I started to tell him about my uh, situation with the uh, roadside assistance and the insurance company and the pre-recorded message in the website. And he didn't seem interested in that at all. I guess I was trying to, in some way, explain that, you know, I'm normally uh, very hip, modern, and responsible and have my phone with me and my roadside assistance plan. And I'm not the sort of fellow that would uh, leave the house without the debit card and just carry $15 in cash with me. So we were there in the uh, parking lot, properly social distancing while he hooked up the jumper cables. And I went around and got back in my car, turned the key, fired up the first time, no problem. And I got back out, and the guy loaded up the cables and hopped back in the truck. And and there was a sort of uh, awkward moment there, sort of, sort of weirdness in the atmosphere. And we didn't go through the old routine of, hey, let me, uh, let me pay you a few bucks for your time. Gee, thanks a lot for helping out. That was really swell of you. He just seemed... Uh, like he wanted to get on with his day and just didn't seem to fit acting like it was just normal and we'd made new friends it just uh seemed different like we'd turned a corner and that whole thing might seem silly to you this whole story but it sort of sums up 2020 to me so far as we are halfway through it's 2020 in a microcosm people are still kind and thoughtful but it's not the same as it was before and who knows maybe at some point it will return the the way we used to uh, interact the shuck and jive the way we went around and did our daily business, but engaged with people for no reason other than to just engage. I actually uh, turned down a gig last weekend. I was offered a chance to substitute with a, a band a regular guitar player couldn't make the gig for some reason. And I turned down doing the first live performance of, of this uh, post-lockdown, possibly pre-re-lockdown period, who knows. But I didn't do it because of, uh, because of uh, fear of uh, being around a crowd of people or in a uh, less than optimum social distancing situation. I did it because I've got uh, everything set up here in my little home studio and I just didn't want to tear down all the gear I would need to and haul it off just to do a one-off performance. And I realized that 
like probably a lot of uh, musicians, artists, creative individuals, I've been involved in a lot of music throughout this whole situation. And I'm, I'm writing stuff, I'm playing a good deal, I'm experimenting with different types of things I've never, never uh, delved into before. And in a lot of ways, musically, I'm rekindling some energy, which is a good thing. And I'm out there on the web, and I'm doing some different things. If you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter, Jack Prebeck. That's P-R-I-B-E-K. I am on Instagram. I've got a new YouTube channel, relatively new. It's a couple months old, called Jack Prebeck Music, where I post videos where I'm playing over some uh, loops or stuff I'm uh, just playing along with, improvising, having some fun. And another thing that I just started doing this week that I really enjoyed is making playlists on Spotify. I've got a my artist channel on Spotify. If you go there, just once again, Jack Prebeck, P-R-I-B-E-K. But I've made uh, several playlists, kind of like the old uh, mixtapes used to make. I always enjoyed that. And I just uh, picked music that I am listening to currently or wanting to hear that I haven't heard in a while. And the playlists are under the name No Filters. There's No Filters, No Filters 2, 3, etc. Anyway, if you just uh, want to hear some interesting music from my uh, vast years of listening to stuff, you might enjoy some of these curated playlists. And also, I did uh, release an album a couple of weeks ago called Trespass. You can go to Bandcamp, Jack Prebeck Bandcamp, if you want to download the album or one of the songs. So I'm out there on the web with a lot of music, doing a lot of stuff. And as uh, I normally do here with these podcasts, I end with some music and we're going through the uh, tracks from the Trespass album. This is the fourth track and it is called Lucky Number. So before I put that on, I want to say, hey, happy Independence Day. Thank you for listening to folks that are tuning in does my heart good and I truly do appreciate it so this track is called lucky number and the reason I called it that is because it is in seven four time it's counted in seven instead of four or three it's a four and a three seven so once again have a good fourth of July and I'll be back next week with another episode. Lucky number.